The headlines are sensational. Doom, gloom, declining market after all the booming and the growth in the real estate market. What in the heck does this mean? Stay tuned. Calm down. Sit down, think, plan, and my favorite, everyone, it's Carrie TV, and today I'm talking about what is going on in the market. Of course, I've touched on this in other episodes, but it is so great to put this out in March now that we've seen the appreciation that's happened over the last couple months and really trying to help people figure out what all these headlines mean. Now, headlines sell. Hurricane 4 in Miami coming. Everybody's freaking out. What happens? It's a hurricane too, almost 90% of the time. Headlines are the same way in real estate. If they say, oh, we went from seven to 8% and now we're at a slower appreciation this year. People are like, boring. That's all we've heard about is appreciation in real estate. Headlines can't wait for something to shift, something to happen. So the headlines read sales declining, more price reductions, longer days on market, more inventory. Well, February, 2018, there were agents doing seances and prayer vigils, trying to get more inventory because they had nothing to sell. So now there's some more inventory. Everybody should be excited. Good professional agents always know what's going on and the ebb and flow of inventory. There are so many pent up people. When things slowed down in October and some people took a break from buying, those buyers still haven't purchased anything. They're still living with their newborn in their bedroom or their newborn in their second bedroom and need to buy. There's home sellers that have bought in the last two, three, four, ten years that have been trying to sell, but when a market is going up at 7% a year, good luck. It is very difficult. Although I have some tips and tricks, which I talked about in another video, donkeys were included. It's definitely a much better market to be a buyer in or to be a move up buyer in because you have more inventory and more time. What happens is with a shift like this, when there's so little inventory and then there's rising inventory, it creates confusion and doubt. And as any person in the world, whatever they're doing, they want certainty. They crave predictability. They crave knowing that they're going to be safe. Probably comes from being a baby, infant, maybe. So in this market where you're rising at, an, at a rate of six, eight, seven, nine percent and you go two, three percent, it feels like a huge crash. Like, whoa, no matter which way you slice it. So it freaks a lot of people out. So what do they cling to? What they know. What do they know? The last time that house, housing sales declined and inventory rose, there was a recession. So they think doom and gloom. I don't know what to do, I don't want to lose my money, etc. Problem is the misinterpretation of this data. Home sales declining means the number of homes that sell is less. So instead of 10 homes selling, eight homes, seven homes. The price of those homes have still been appreciating and are expected to appreciate around three, four percent throughout the rest of the year. Steve Harney with Keeping Current Matters is a great source for information for what's really going on in the market and interpreting the data. So he was saying that out of 100 housing economists, which I saw him speak in early February, and I listen to him every week, that 94% of them predict that home sales will appreciate, 2% say they'll be flat, 2% doom and gloom, the world's over. Of course, there's always the naysayers. But what's important is being informed. So if you're looking to potentially wait out for a crash, you may be sorely disappointed. And at the same time, 
When do you wait? How long does it go? How far does it go down? What if it doesn't go down? And in any shifting economy with the ebbs and flows, no matter what happens at the end of it, you are always up more than you purchased it for. So anybody who bought and sold and lost 100 or 150,000 in the downturn, if they had held on to their property, they would still have their equity, their value would be back, and then they could make a move or stay for a little bit longer. But the market never lets you down in the long term. Buying and investing in real estate is a long-term gain. It's the most incredible factor. So the average person who hasn't bought a house yet is between 25 and 35, a quote unquote millennial. So they've been saving, they've been waiting, maybe they've been making offers, but they haven't been able to get into anything. Their two biggest concerns amongst everybody is retirement, saving for retirement, and buying a house. Now those two things go hand in hand. They're a little bit of a marriage. The average renter at the age of 65, their net worth in the bank is 5,700. The average homeowner at 65 years old, their average net worth in the bank is $300,000. Is that a retirement plan? Is that a savings plan? Pretty great, right? Speaking on a micro market level, on the west side, in the last 30 days, the properties that have been selling have been selling at 1% over asking in the first 30 days, 2% under asking in 30 to 60 days, and then 5% if it's been on the market longer for 90 days, longer than 90 days. So basically, overpriced homes are getting reduced and being sold at a normal price. Things are not appreciating as fast as someone who has pioneer pricing, which is something that was happening the last three years and going really well for sellers. It's a normalized market. And there's nothing more exciting than a buyer or a move-up buyer or a real estate agent who's uh, gratefully very busy than more inventory and a bit of a slowdown. Because it's, it can be very challenging when you meet a new buyer and you're like, oh, there's mm, five on the market. Oh, three have offers, one's falling off a cliff. Okay, I'll call you next week. So it's so important to speak to your specialist, as I always say, and get an accurate understanding of the market. So for anyone out there who is still trying to buy, stick with it. It's a better time to be in the market for anybody buying and selling. It's also a better time to do that. And at the end of the day, real estate is a long-term game. So what better way to get security and investments and long-term retirement than buying real estate? Now, again, as I've mentioned in other videos, there's various ways to do this. You don't have to buy your first home as your primary residence. If like living by the beach in your $800 rent control apartment, that's okay, we got answers for you too. You're waiting to get married and have another income so that you can buy something bigger and better. Why not try something out? For now, maybe you can rent it out and then when Honey Bunny comes along, you guys can either sell that or buy something else together. But no matter what, real estate is a great investment, especially in LA right now with everything happening. So. Of course, there will always be the naysayers. At the end of the day, make sure you work with the people that have gone through the trenches, that know what they're doing, have bought and sold real estate themselves, have helped a lot of people, are honest, ethical, transparent, authentic. I try to be all those things. <laughs> Our focus, my focus, is continually making real estate agents better people and continually providing the right type of information. So thank you for tuning in to the doom and gloom sensational market. I did say sensational. Cheers guys, we will see you next week on Carrie TV with more information.